And welcome back to Richmond Tiger Talk. My name's Nick. And I'm Andy. Was Friday night fun? <laughs> no. And I just should up front apologise. Recording this overseas. It's over Zoom. We apologise if there's a bit of delay in transition. My internet's not great. So apologise if the audio quality is not to our usual high standards. Now, Nick? did you leave the country because of Richmond's performance? My flight was already scheduled, but um, it was convenient. Um, Nick, when you think great movies of the 80s, what do you think? Ooh, Predator, Aliens, Trading That's Places, right, Rocky. Indiana That's Jones. Right, Rocky. Yeah. Completely. Rocky IV, best mm. movie of the 80s. Finest set of montages. And... You might recall that um, it is a, a vaguely, it's a, a true story of how Sylvester Stallone single-handedly brought down the Iron Curtain. Yeah. Great story. Yeah. No, inspiring. But you knew, you may remember the starting, the crucial scene that sets out Ivan Drago, the Russian boxer, as a bad guy, is that he fights an exhibition bout against... Sylvester Stallone's protagonist in um, the earlier films, Apollo, Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed. Yeah. Um, who's this legendary champion, everyone loved, beloved hero of America, comes down, sings with James Brown, everyone adores him, a hero of the nation, and Ivan Drago pummels him. Mm. And late in the fight, um, Apollo Creed's trainer, uh, Rocky Balboa, is also training and is holding the towel. And, and uh, Apollo Creed's other trainer is saying, throw the towel, Rock, throw the damn towel to end the fight, to stop yep. the pounding that Rocky Balboa, uh, that Apollo Creed's taken from Ivan Drago. Yep. And that's how I felt on Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Throw the damn towel. Anyway, yeah. long intro, but yeah, beloved. We took we took a beating. It was we a did. beloved team. It was a championship team, and it was it, it wasn't pretty. And I wanted it to end. Well, yes. Although it, you know, it only partially resembled a um, a championship team when Jacob Hopper went off with his concussion uh, at the start of the second quarter. It took us over the four million dollar mark in terms of salaries of players who weren't on the field uh, compared to the ones who were. So, yeah, it, it was not our night. Yeah, I, I, I must admit, um, I was already extremely unconfident before Dusty dropped out, and yeah, losing a frontline midfielder. I mean, we probably already lost the game by the start of the second quarter, but. Losing a frontline midfielder at the start of the second quarter is definitely yeah. suboptimal. No. Is there any positives for you? Well, Andy, I actually did some uh, research on uh, disastrous first quarters in recent Richmond history, and uh, can you guess if the if this was worse than the Port Adelaide game or not? Hmm, I would have said it was not. Yes, but only just. So Port yeah. <laughs> Adelaide kicked their eight, eighth goal uh, at the 22-minute mark of the of the first quarter, and we held off for an extra 60 seconds against the Port 
<laughs> so just to remind you, I had I had our scores from this game in front of us. So we did score. Um, they did score nine three to two one in the first quarter, but uh, I couldn't yeah. remember the exact. Look, to be honest, I'd stopped watching by the end of the first quarter because I wasn't in in Port Adelaide. I sort of I needed to walk away for five minutes, hoping it'd get better. It never did. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, well, you, yeah. Said, you and you and I podcasted for about an hour on that game, and that was probably less than the combined amount of time that we watched it together. Mm. Indeed, and we're hoping this will be a short podcast. And uh, uh, no matter how short this podcast is, it won't be longer than the time I spent watching this replay. Yeah, I put a bit more time than that, but yeah. Look, I wanted to. I wanted to. It was one of the strangest games imaginable. Like against, uh, we've won the clearances against one of the very best clearance teams in the competition. We've dominated hitouts, and yet we've been absolutely destroyed. We've got beaten badly. I've never seen such a disparity between getting beaten in contested possessions and winning in clearance, and uh, particularly the first quarter, our our defence against the Bulldogs transitioning from defensive fifty was abominable. Like it's it's hard to find words. Yeah, no, it's, it's completely true, and it's such a such a like in some ways that like winning the clearances, but losing the contested game all around was, was a bit like old school Richmond, but for the other team. Yeah, yeah, it it, it was tough, and uh, particularly the first quarter, I thought our defence. So it really disjointed when the ball was spilling free to unmarked dogs forwards far too easily, um, losing one-on-one contests. Like, oh, yeah, it it's it's hard to say exactly what went wrong. Um, I mean, look, the uh, losing uh, Dusty, as you said. Losing Grimes, losing Cochin, not with, notwithstanding, he's you know he's probably been a complimentary player this year. Well, I think the the Dusty was a big loss. The other two, yeah, Dusty. Look, I think I thought, but I thought our dis our I thought our defensive structure adjusted eventually, but I thought we were a bit disjointed uh, without him, and I think that's worth noting. You know that that organisational glue uh, for the team and and his ability to to take different types of matchup. Although, God, I don't. What what bizarre universe are we in when our defence makes Rory Lobb look good? <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah. No, I completely agree. I, I I do worry that the the range of players that Dylan can cover is, is shrinking, but. That's not a conversation for this week. Yeah, it was. Nathan, Nathan, just... Nathan Broad looking fallible the last two weeks was not something I saw coming out. No, that's fair. Um, what do you think of Bauer? Sorry to come. I just like there's, there's only oh, so look, much I can say about how, how crap we are. But, um, okay, he, he wasn't. Things. He wasn't the young player I wanted to start with, actually. Although, if we're, if we're talking about 
defenders. Um, it was another sort of typical Sam Banks senior game in in the in the nice the nice flashes and the hard run and the the confidence that we we have in him to kick the ball, but also you know at times his his lack of um, body strength um, is a problem. So yeah, I'm yeah, but the on field. Kicking confidence is a distinct contrast to how we treat him at the selection table because I think we've dropped him two weeks in a row, haven't we? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because he was, yeah, emergency for for Grimes. Look, he he's not like for like for Grimes, so I think it it was a, a bit of a vote of confidence in in his run off off halfback. But yeah, no, I'm I'm a fan. Um. Coulthard's running numbers are absolutely elite. No, no, he he comes up in uh, as doing more repeat sprints than anyone. He comes up as being one of the five fastest players on the ground. Like it's, uh, and again, this is from a guy who did his uh, preseason mix between Happy Valley and Glenelg. Like that, that he can run out a full game of AFL football like that. And, yeah, and look, honestly, he's fitting right in with the Richmond small forwards already by um, missing at least one gettable shot on goal. Yeah. I mean, like, it's basically, like, it's amazing, but it's also, the fact he's theirs is what's amazing. Like, he had to be amazing at something like this to get to be there, right? Like it's on, the only way that you rise this quickly when you his, have his build and you're his age is you've got to be special at the running because yeah, as you pointed true. out, he's, he's not he's not a great goal kicker. So like, and we're just seeing that we're now seeing what the recruiters saw. So and mm. I love those stats. You you said to me like it was um, just for the benefit of the listeners. Game was terrible. Didn't discuss it at all. Black dark cloud hanging over <laughs> and somehow you, you, at no context whatsoever you just sent me a text of the uh was it cool thoughts repeat sprints yeah which you led the game in? yeah yeah I, I respected your effort to find a silver way i know um noah cumberland had recorded the fastest sprint speed of anyone in the game which for me only un- encapsulates what was perhaps the most noah cumberland game imaginable from from the flashes of brilliance to the flashes of uh, you know head in your hands uh where, how did how did you do that and yeah it was frustrating yeah i i, I don't know where the future with noah i i wonder whether he's going to feel like he's better off in another club at the end of the year um, well he's not he's not I out have... of he's not out of contract so i don't I don't think he's going anywhere, but it is a. Yeah, well, you, you can always ask for a trade. Like the trap, the club wouldn't necessarily say no. We we live in a progressive modern world, and we know yeah, there's a but, recent precedent of that. But, but we we tend not to um, trade this this kind of. Uh, I, I don't. I, it was it was if he decided he wants to go. Yeah. He he doesn't have a good. It clearly something is not working with him. 
with his he's still really talented, but he's like we don't have to go into it, but like some of his body language in the VFL, like uh, yeah. look, it'll probably look, all come he, good. Look, he's got things he needs to work on, but like he he was he was an imperfect product when we drafted him. Look, we we picked him out of the Lions Academy and they could have uh it would have cost them very little. Well, it cost them a senior spot to match it, which they decided not to, and they knew more about him. Like, he was always a player with both strengths and flaws, and, yeah, it's clearly that the, the process for him in working on those flaws is ongoing. I hope he stays. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he's he's clearly got talent. Um, Jack Bauer had a frustrating night. Like, he was a... He was a couple of marks away from us uh, feeling really good about him, I thought. But, I w- yeah, it was super nice to see him um, finish that goal uh, the way he did. And and that's that's clearly uh, a skill uh, for him. In, uh, he is a really good finisher, um, thank God. But, yeah, the, the other parts of his game, um, he, needs, he needs to win the ball more, I thought. Um, yeah, that, that opening opening two minutes uh, against the Swans, where he was covering ground, was a was really nice to see. But yeah, there's there's things he has to to work on, and he uh, except when he's been in defence, he hasn't been a massive ball winner in in the BFL. Yeah, no, look. It was such a hard game. He's now he's basically not played a senior game yet because he got that really quick flash, and then he played in the, the car wreck game, which is really hard mm. to show and tell. Um, oh, I'm with the, it was a minus twenty inside fifties, um, so it's not. Yeah. It, was it, a, it, it was a tough night to be a forward. Yeah, it, but it wasn't. Yeah, like I'm maybe. Yeah, we've had we've had worse, but um, like I, it's really hard to judge someone based on on that. Um, so, like, but I hope I hope we don't play complete cast with the forward line. But I guess they probably both come be and Bauer do have to go because Jack and Dusty will come back. Um, uh, Jack. Anyone else? Oh, sorry. Of course, uh, I, I got confused with the, the Jack was the one was the one um, was the one golden ager who actually played. Um, yeah. Anyone else? You want? No, my bad. Look. Had he had his moments as well, <laughs> if not. I I would be totally fine if Jack played again next year. Like, mm. I think the deal has to be though that it's going to be fourteen games, and I think he might like that. Yeah, like that. It's it seems like we're trapped. I suspected both the club and him are trapped in the sort of the. I want to play. It's up for you, Jack. But what if we cut that deal where we just said, hey, Jack, it's going to be 14 games and it won't be every matchup, but we still think you're really valuable in, uh, as a sort of forward pocket, clever forward pocket. Mm. I'd be fine with that. Like, I, you know, in me, Nick, I'm, I'm captain. Once you get past 31, you're done. Um, <laughs> uh, like, I, I am the Grim Reaper. I, I, I have a tendency to Grim Reaper. Yeah. I, I, I err too much. Um, we never mentioned on the podcast, but you know my views on David Warner. Um, I, I'd be, Jack, I'd be completely fine with yeah, uh, just not not the way it's currently done. Anyway, um, anyone else you wanted to talk about? Sorry. Oh, look, Jaden, uh, Jaden Short. Um, you know, good to have him back. Hundred fiftieth game. You know, 
nearly 600 uh, metres gained um, in a pretty big effort. That was, thought he was good. Um, Shay, I uh, thought Shay, along with a number of the other mids, were were disappointing. Um, what did you think of the, the rocks? I was hoping you wouldn't ask me, um, <laughs> which is unlikely. Um, okay. I hate games where we don't. I, I hate games where we dominate the hitouts and then we dominate the clearances and then it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a rejection of your values. Exactly. Do you do you, do you understand where I'm going on that? Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, and uh, annoyingly, lob kicking two two means that the sort of on the net ruck they won. The, if you combine all the rucks together and compare mm. their rucks to our rucks, they won the ruck battle. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. No, it's frustrating. So I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed by it. That's why I didn't want to talk about it. You, you're quite right to bring it up. I guess it's been positive. Nank had 12 contested possessions and we did dominate the hitouts, as you mentioned before. Sort of was fine. Um, you know, I love the big fella. Uh, of course, this week he's in another trade rumor article, which is breaking mm. my heart. Ine- so, yeah. Inevitable at this at this time of year. Um, look, I wanted to um, uh, mention Noah Bolter. Um, you know, had he had his moments of difficulty, but but twelve contested. Oh, sorry, twelve intercepts again. Like I think leading the the league in intercept marks. Like he's he's definitely stepped forward this season. Sorry, Nico, the zoom button on uh the, the mute button on Zoom isn't easy to find. But absolutely. I mean, he's just so like we've discussed him almost every mm. week. Uh the, the joy Deserved, deservedly I mean, so. Mm. Well, I mean, he's always put in a conversation. Like, you know, he gets a lot of goals kicked on him too, but his upside is, is brilliant. But, um mm. and he has the compulsory one or two game. Uh what the hell were you thinking, no one moments? <laughs> but uh, yes, he does. Um look, I fun. think I think we've done this game, yeah, as much if not more justice than it yeah. deserved. Um, was there anything else you wanted yeah. to mention? No, I was I was very comfortable uh, how we handled that. <laughs> uh. All right, so the um, unfortunately a frustrating game in uh, um, in the VFL as well. Um, look, this is a little bit nit- nitpicky, but. Um, I was uh, very disappointed that, uh, for whatever reason, they decided to um, film the the game uh, from the uh, Port Phillip Bay side, um, looking back uh, into Williamstown rather than um, uh, the normal view that they have looking out over the bay. And, yeah, it honestly cool. turned, it turned the most picturesque... Uh, Oval in the VFL into just another fairly bland suburban oval, I thought. Oh, no, well done. I'm, I'm, I'm all for deep cuts on uh, VFL ground aesthetics. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> fully, fully endorsed. Yeah. Um, and look, a, a tough a tough loss to 22-point loss to a pretty good Williamstown team where, you know, yeah, we had three more scoring shots. Uh, and uh, 13 more inside 50s. So, uh, 
yeah, it was a, it was a bit of a frustrating game. Um, some good players uh, in it though. Um, Tyler Tyler Sonzi won a won a ton of football. Um, thirty one disposals, eight eight clearances. If if his kicking wasn't quite at, at at optimal level, um, Tom Brown was good. Got a got a rap from Steve Morris for for his ball use. Um. Although I, th- I did did see a few people sort of complaining that you know he just seemed on the the brink of really dominating without ever um, doing so. Um, Caelan Brakey was was pretty good. Kicked two goals too. Um, yeah, again, it's interesting. Steve Morris has um, talked about you know him needing to bring other people into the game, and I think that's. For him, that's really just splitting packs and giving those really obvious front and centre opportunities to his uh, small forwards, mm. which he, he, yeah, he doesn't always do. Like the the quarter by quarter consistency is a problem for him. Um, Samson Ryan, just a bit of a frustrating game as well. Like had a couple of goals, um, and we won the hitouts, but yeah. Yeah, it was sort of would have been would have been nice for him to, to really uh, tear the tear the game apart. And yeah, um, Seth Seth Campbell flashed as well in in limited game time. But yeah, it was it was a frustrating game. If if nice to see some signs from some of the younger players. Yeah, uh, look, I I really want Swansea to kick on. And yeah. old school me, like, I'm sorry, like getting 22 touches just doesn't cut it. It doesn't say I'm going to be a future AFL midfield gun. And him in the 30s makes me happy. Um, mm. And a little bit, you, you know, Nick, I hold a count. Uh, I still hold a candle for Dow. Mm. Um, yeah, he was good. Uh, in a way that I, and Grumpy Steve was quite nice about him in, in his yeah. press conference. Uh, uh, sorry, you know, his match. Which, which, um, which, he, do, which he does not do lightly. <laughs> No, no, and, and, but I've held a candle for Dow much longer than I did for Ellis and Lennon. at sort of at the same yeah. point. Uh, Riley Collie Dawkins, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, what? Yeah, I said actually, it was particularly I said I was thinking, but there's just mm. something about Dow. I, I think he's got a little bit of it. Mm. Um, I so, uh, so a little bit. I'm holding on to that candle. So I'm, I'm, I was pleased with Paper. Nick, mm. um, um, the oh look! Um, unfortunately, Judson Clark uh, cracked his scapula. Yeah, that was crap. Which yeah. which ended his season, and um, Ben Miller copped a concussion as well early on in the game. So, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was one of those when things uh, start going wrong, everything starts going wrong. And uh, um. Uh, one of Richmond Tiger Talk's favourite Polynesian uh, VFL listed players had twelve tackles. Lafayette. Mm, yeah, yeah, good times. And yeah, good on. As as ever, um, his his highlights were a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I'm I think it's we, we made, I don't know if, has the official podcast adopted him. I feel like someone should adopt it. He's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I no, just no. don't. I, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to be crappy on about it. If if someone already is, has already sort of, I'm not. A, I'm not aware of. Um, and yeah, he is. I, he is a genuinely fun player. He needs more love. Needs more. Well, 
He's getting it here. The Saints. Um, they're, they're having another intensely St Kilda season where they um, bump along, um, playing some good footy now and then, uh, and seem on track to potentially miss the finals in heartbreaking fashion again. Sorry, Nick, I was on mute again. Um, yeah, that is... They're, they're a funny old team, aren't they? Mm. Um, yeah, they just, their commitment to mediocrity over the last last decade has been truly awesome. It, uh, is, it is incredible. Jackson. Our game against them, where we won by 20 points, and Trent uh, and Cochin played really well, seems like a million years The heart of the season. Yeah. It does feel like a million years. But it also, it just feels like, and last... Friday night has only made it worse. Yeah. Like the, the, that crossing, those few kilometre journey, that trip up the number 11 tram, it just, it, it just gets our head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it just, like, it feels like a, another planet, another, I completely agree. <laughs> so, like, the odds makers have the game quite close. Yeah. I know. And look, we, but, we always overreact to how bad it feels. <laughs> Immediately after a bad loss, you know, as uh, it, as it did, if, as it did yeah. after the Brisbane game, but yeah. But we also made the same point last week, and then actually the irrational, <laughs> <laughs> the irrational brain was uh, took took the W. Um, so, I like irrational. Sorry, you I know. I am looking forward to the uh, as much as we had the two rucks. This week, uh, I'll be, I'll be honestly surprised to see it if we do it against St Kilda, given given Rowan Marshall. Um, you know, we'll, we'll rock almost the whole time with um, vague vague cameos from uh, Anthony uh, Caminiti. Um, but yeah, it, it just feels like a one on one hoss match. Uh, between Nank and Nank and Marshall on the way. Yeah. Oh, so great. So I'm depressed about the team feeling <laughs> down, and now you're telling me Soldo should be dropped, and I can't even well, complain about it because you're saying it's for good reasons. On the other hand, uh, Samson Ryan didn't play all that well uh, in the VFL when uh, Miller's ruled out with a concussion. So maybe, maybe there's not a ton of alternatives. I love Samson Wright. Anyway, um, yeah. Hmm. Any any other uh, uh, Jack 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 Sinclair's killing it? Um, oh yeah. Um, my, Mason Wood is having one of the most unlikely good seasons I can I can think of. Like he's about to fit turn uh, thirty years old, and you know he's a bit of a journeyman. Um, it's a massive journeyman. Like I, yeah, I looked him up well, for the true. last game. Yeah. Like Red, he, he, he was cut he's by North genuinely Melbourne. playing good at footy. Yes, yeah. exactly. And like he's deservedly so. It wasn't like he was a stats pig who just got on the wrong side of one of their many coaches. His numbers were terrible, and suddenly he's genuinely good by any statistical measure. Yeah, uh, at thirty for. Uh, uh, and actually, a team that's above five hundred on the winning list. So, anyway, I know. Um, look, Max Max King 
like like his brother has probably um been inconsistent um if a uh, you know 16, 16 goals on the, the season so far is probably quite a bit less than saints fans were expecting from him yeah uh, butler and higgins are consistently kicking goals much to our frustration oh um, no no so annoying yeah um yeah the uh, Saints, Saints. For the the only upside to the Saints medi- mediocrity is is uh, uh more good players, more good young players than they've had for a while. With uh, Messiah, uh, Wanganin, Malira, uh, Mitch Owens, Marcus Windhager. Like there's there's some nice looking kids there. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so we don't want to overdo a lot. How do you feel about the game? You, uh, rational brain, have any? Oh, I mean, obviously, Lizard Blaine is panicking and, um, yeah, is convinced, and we'll, convinced that we'll never win another game ever again. <laughs> okay, I, I did want to make one quick point, Nick, which I should have made earlier. I, I know everyone thinks because of we lost the first round draft pick that there's no reason at all to finish lower in the ladder. And, like, I'm not saying players won team won't play for this, but just fans use draft picks to make themselves feel better about crap seasons. Mm. It is better for our draw, as we've discussed offline. If you if we finish thirteenth or below, and I believe we're currently thirteenth or fourteenth. That's 13th. true. Yeah, that is a good point. 13th, and there, 13th, and there, 13th, and there are some truly terrible teams. Uh, yeah, but hang on. But, but we ju- I'm just going to finish the sentence so the listeners know what we're talking about. Because um, yeah, yeah. if you're thirteenth or below, you play two games against everyone else who's in the thirteenth or below bracket. And mm, as you say, yeah. that's. Yeah, and that's a genuine, genuine advantage. So, so, so we'd obviously rather win, uh, and no one wants to have given up pick, pick, pick six or or higher. Mm. Get that, but the that's gone sunk. now. It's a yeah, sunk it's cost. A, yeah, sunk cost. So emotionally, nothing will change that. So there is, if 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 in the small chance that we might lose on the weekend, I'm just giving something to well, make as, as you better. as you said, we are only. We are two and a half point underdogs, so we are we are up to our eyeballs. Uh, rationally, we are up to our eyeballs in this game. Absolutely, but lizard brain is probably a bit more pessimistic. But uh, <laughs> look, I, 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 I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there as a, a different angle that m- maybe you haven't heard elsewhere. I'm Nick. I'm Andy. We're Richmond Tiger Talk.